Hello, Radio Land. It's a summer night, and when summer comes, that is always the first song I play. Herido de Sombras. Perfect for a summer night. Maybe where you are, it's a summer afternoon, which is fine. That should work, too. Whenever it is where you are, you're listening to Soul Food, the Ghost Light Season, Summer Edition. Herido de sombra, por tu ausencia estoy, solo la penumbra me acompaña hoy, perdido tu amor, no podré disfrutar de felicidad, sin destino fijo. Como el humo voy surcando el espacio, buscándote estoy, tal vez no te encuentre, quizás te perdí para siempre amor. Por tu ausencia estoy 
solo la penumbra me acompaña hoy, perdido tu amor, no podré disfrutar Ibrahim Ferrar, from the sessions he recorded in Cuba with Roy Cooder, one of the Buena Vista Social Club projects. Manuel Galban on the guitar. There's going to be lots more of that as the summer goes on. It is July 10th, 2021. 29 years ago today, on July 10th, 1992, I read the first draft of the top 10,000 of all time in public. I was doing an evening of readings at the Regent Bookstore, mostly about baseball, if I remember right. I had written the play in about three days. I'd only just finished it that afternoon in time to print it off on my daisy wheel printer, and I raced out the door to the reading. I didn't even know as I drove up there if I'd have the chutzpah to even read it, but after I finished my two sets, I figured, what the heck? I told people they'd got what they came for, they could go, that's fine. The show, for all intents and purposes, was over, but uh, I was going to do an extra set, an experiment, a probably one-time-only reading of a one-act sort of play I had just finished. Nobody should feel obliged to stick around. I'd be happy to read it all by myself. But I did read it almost as a dare to myself. I played the songs from a cassette tape on a ghetto blaster. A few hardy souls stayed for the extra innings and uh, it worked. I've performed that play a lot of times since. In living rooms, theaters, summer camps, drama festivals, a warehouse in San Francisco, a cottage on Galliano Island, even on stage at Pacific Theater. Few things give me more pleasure than performing that little play, an act of complete self-indulgence, kind of like this podcast. The Top 10,000 of All Time is about an hour long, so obviously we don't play all 10,000 tunes. A late-night DJ counts down his personal Top 10,000 tunes of all time. I won't tell you why he's doing that. You'll have to see the play for that, but uh, suffice it to say he hasn't got a lot else to do. Or maybe more accurately, there's nothing he would rather do regardless of whether there's anybody out there listening or not. Okay, the Allman Brothers Band. Fine, fine playing there by Dwayne Allman, and fine playing by Dickie Betts. If you're listening closely, you heard one fine for Mr. Betts and two for Mr. Allman. You don't agree? Fine. You just come on down to the studio and you let me know. Okay, it's 11.39 Radio Standard Time. Time for a little memory music. 
Not that all of it isn't now. Believe it or not, the number two charted album of the 1960s, according to Billboard magazine. Not by the Beatles. Not by Elvis. Not by the Rolling Stones. Not even by Andy Kim. Here it is. Number two of the 1960s. The decade of classic rock and roll. Number 6,389 of all time. Playing that for me, right? She listens, smiles. Kind of sad, maybe, thinking back. Her name's Karen. I was out in the four-wheel drive going pretty crazy, what with not seeing anybody. It had been, what, four or five months? Couldn't sleep. The only thing I could think of was go for a drive. There was a tape in I didn't want to listen to. I reached over and popped it out, leaving the radio on, eh? Pretty depressing, you might say. Nothing but that hiss. But I liked it. I could pretend it was just between stations. So I drove and drove, forgot about the radio, until I started to realize it was picking something up. The last part of that old baseball game you always play? Bobby Thompson's home run. Yeah, real faint. In a couple seconds, it faded out again. I I stopped the four-wheel. I slammed it into reverse. I backed up to where I heard it, and there it was. This announcer. Crowd sounds. Jesus, a crowd, I'm thinking. And when that's over, there comes this other voice. That was you. A live voice. Not just somebody on tape, I could tell. And then you put on... This song, A Summer Place. Everybody's heard it. Nobody knows the name. And I think I must have cried for three hours, just sat there and listened to the radio and cried. She comes over and kisses him. They're not lovers. You can see that in the kiss. But it is tender. As though these are days when people must show and say things. The way that when someone dies, the family will say things to each other and listen to things from each other and show things they would never say or accept or show in more ordinary times. A kiss like that. That's right, folks. All this holiday weekend, we'll be counting down the top 10,000 of all time. Good thing it's a long weekend. That was number 6,389, the theme from A Summer Place. And what do you know? My handy-dandy billboard book tells me not only that that tune was number one for nine weeks in 1960, but also that Mr. Faith was a Canadian. So how about that, eh? First Andy, then Percy. What next? If only the CRTC could see us now. You know, I get, I get a kick out of that part of the play <laughs> because um, the disc jockey in the play, whose name is Ron, but who is not exactly me, 
uh, is totally wrong about uh, Percy Faith's album and uh, and the song Summer Place. Uh, you know, when I was uh, when I was quickly throwing together that play, I read something in my Billboard book that suggested to me that surprisingly, that Percy Faith record was uh, number two charted song of the nineteen. 19- 60s but uh you know i've i've gone back to check later and it's just it's not true i i don't even know where i got the idea from so i thought of fixing it then i went no like this guy is an extremely amateur dj and uh somehow he got the idea that you know so that is the in joke of all in jokes uh, as i sit there playing myself in the play uh, I'm the only person in the room appreciating the irony that I am completely wrong. And Okay, enough gabbing. The plan for this uh, summer edition of the podcast is to mostly play music. I have a lot of music that I love from the summers. Turning on a playlist when it's time for a barbecue or late in the evening sitting out on my deck or on a road trip. When the girls were little, we spent our summer vacations driving down to California to visit Carol's family or out to Calgary to visit mine. And I made a cassette tape for that trip to give us some music to listen to. It was called Finkelman Faves, kind of inspired by Danny Finkelman, one of my favorite DJs. He had a CBC radio show on Saturday nights called Finkelman's 45s. It's quarter to midnight here in the recording studio in beautiful downtown Richmond. And this song sounds about perfect for the time of night and the time of year. Recorded straight from the cassette, which was recorded straight from a scratchy old record. It's the Flamingos. My love must be a kind of blind love I can't see anyone but you Are the stars out tonight? I don't know if it's cloudy or bright.
understand it that's the origin of the word doo-wop right there in that song that came to be the name for all that gorgeous vocal harmony music that emerged in the 50s came out of groups like the ink spots okay there's there's an idea that's another tune i need to play for you something from the ink spots there's a scene in in joe versus the volcano floating out at sea under a Great big moon. Let's listen to that right now. I cover the waterfront. I'm watching the sea. Will the one I love be coming back to me? I cover the waterfront in search of my love, and I'm covered by a starless sky above Here am I Patiently waiting Hoping and longing Oh, how I yearn Where are you? Are you forgetting? Do you remember, will you return? I cover the waterfront I'm watching the sea For the one I love must soon come back to me Here am I, patiently waiting, hoping and longing, oh how I yearn. Where are you honey, are you forgetting, don't you remember, will you return, 
I cover the waterfront I'm watching the sea For the one I love Must soon come back to me up to Meg Ryan. Joe. Joe. You could do a lot worse. Joe. If you haven't seen Joe versus the Volcano, that strange movie, I think you ought to check it out. That is some fine summer watching that one is. But be ready for something a little eccentric one of John Patrick Shanley's most peculiar creations. All right, let's get back on track. I'm eager to play you what is my current favorite song. For a few years now, I've been following the Sant Andreu jazz band. Let me spell that since I don't know how to pronounce it. Oh, I forgot. I don't speak Catalan. Sant A-N-D-R-E-U, which I expect is Catalan for St. Andrew. They're a jazz orchestra from Barcelona. The players range from 7 to 20 years old. Yep, 7. Under the leadership, the mentorship of Joan Chamorro. Does he pronounce his name Joan, or is it something like Joan? Uh, I need to get my research team on that. To my eye... He looks like a constantly grinning Michael Kopsa, who just happens to be a brilliant jazz musician. Although I hear that Mr. Kopsa is a dab hand at the blues harmonica. At any rate, Mr. Chamorro is clearly an inspiring teacher for these young Barcelonans. Put the name Andrea Motis. M-O-T-I-S, into your Google machine, make it go hunting for My Baby Just Cares For Me, recorded when she was 18 with Scott Hamilton, or a steaming cover of Gnarls Barclay's tune Crazy. You'll have to overlook an ill-considered synth riff about 50 seconds in, but wow. How about that stunning trumpet and sax duet around 2 minutes and 40 seconds? Oh my goodness, that's what I'm talking about. Another of the graduates of that program is Rita Paez. And back in December, she put out the most sunny summertime video imaginable. It cheered me greatly in the deep midwinter to see her and her mother on guitar, as well as a percussionist and a bass player. 
out in the Catalan countryside with a table of wine and olives and cheese and bread. Not many songs give me this much joy. Nunca vas a comprender que yo te quise. Nunca vas a comprender como lo hice. Tú me hablabas del amor, de eso tan bello. Te faltó por demostrar que eras capaz de vivir aquello.
father had many 78s he no longer listened to when I was a boy. But I would listen, listen for long hours in our concrete Calgary basement, in our rumpus room and its various incarnations, in the cool, cool, cool of the evening, Abadaba honeymoon. And there was one that went, the music goes round and round, whoa, whoa, whoa. And it comes out here. Another where this man was talking, I figured it was funny to grown-ups because the grown-ups on the record were laughing, but now that I'm a grown-up and I play it over in my mind, I, I, I still don't get it. It isn't raining inside tonight. So? It never occurred to me then, but it occurs to me now as I see my father as a person with an existence not dependent on my own, not just my dad, but a man. It occurs to me that he must have bought these at some time, some particular time on some particular afternoon in Camrose, Alberta. Must have gone into a record store or, or, or the record department at McLeod's, more likely, I suppose. Gone in with a tune or two in his head that he'd heard on the radio in the taxi that he drove around Cameras, Alberta. Gone in with the tune in his head and taken money out of his wallet. Money had been paid by the people who rode around in his cab. Turned those bills into records he could take home and play whenever he liked. Across the valley from the Alamo. From here to eternity. Others I can't think of now, but when they come back to me, I'll remember every note and inflection. In the cool, cool, cool of the evening, tell them I'll be there. In the cool, cool, cool of the evening, better save a chair when the party's getting a glow on and singing fills the air in the shank of the night when the doing's all right you can tell them i'll be there Sue wants to barbecue, Sam wants to boil a ham, Grace wants to boo your base, too. Jake wants a weenie bake steak and a layer cake, he'll get a tummy ache, too. We'll rent a tent for TV, let the town crier cry. And if it's RSVP, this is what I'll reply. In the cool, cool, cool of the evening Tell them I'll be there In the cool, cool, cool of the evening With slick em on my hair When the party's getting a glow on And singing fills the air If I ain't in the clink and there's something to drink You can tell them I'll be there
Saturday evening. Tell them I'll be there in the cool, cool, cool of the evening. You'd better save a chair. When the party's getting a glow on and singing fills the air. If I'm still on my feet and there's something to eat. If you need a new face or a tenor or bass. If there's room for one more and you need me, why, sure. You can tell us. In some way, this is all part of why I bought my four-year-old daughter, Katie, a garage sale record player. A suitcase model with fold-out speakers and all the blessed mechanics that drop records one at a time from the bottom of a stack, that move the arm back and forth to play one record after another. My delight in teaching her the arcane secrets, how to stack and start and stop and reject, how to select 78 or 45 or 33 and a third or, or 16. Now there was an arcane speed. Mysteries of no value except the aesthetic in these modern digital times. Mysteries of no value except the practical to a four-year-old. For now she was her own. Now she could decide when she wanted to entrance herself. She could decide which vinyl spells to cast and in what order. At four years of age, she and that fascination machine could weave together spells of sound in the deep places of her forming heart. This is her heritage. With this... I endow her.
the greatest pride is a grandfather's pride. Katie's big sister grew up to be a mom, and now that she's got her own four-year-old, Thea has passed along the LP legacy. Little Rosa knows how to put a record on a turntable, how to lever the needle down onto the vinyl with relatively little damage, to DJ the nightly after-dinner dance party with her gotta-move-gotta-dance little sister Antonia. They even watch movies on videotape. And Rosa is perfectly able to choose between Andre and Homeward Bound and whatever other movie might happen to be number one on the VCR hit parade. My poet friend Diane Tucker just put out a book of poetry called Nostalgia for Moving Parts. I know that nostalgia. But to one little four-year-old in Tofino on the ragged green edge of the world, there's nothing nostalgic about it. That's how she feeds her soul, with videotapes in VCRs and music on the record player. Last summer we went to Penticton, an eerie little holiday with empty streets and closed-up shops and motels along the lakefront. The pandemic was new then, and we humans hadn't yet figured out how to work around it, more or less. At any rate, one day Rosa and I headed down to the lake, and as the rain started to sprinkle, she handed over a fistful of change and bought us some fresh-from-the-fryer mini-donuts, and we sat in the car and listened to the CD that happened to be in the player. Aren't these strange days when even a compact disc seems prehistoric? Well, it happened that the tune that played as we sat in the cozy, cinnamon-smelling car with the sound of rain on the roof and crunching sugar in our mouths, that the tune that came up was one that I played for my girls on our summer vacations.
riches, baby, one man can claim. Temptations with My Girl from their 1965 album, The Temptations Sing Smokey. Before that, we had Smokey Robinson himself, along with The Miracles, singing Ooh, Baby, Baby, also 1965. My dad's 78 that you heard before that, my favorite of all his 78s, which now reside on my shelves here in Richmond was Vic Damone's rendition of the Hoagie Carmichael Johnny Mercer tune in the cool, cool, cool of the evening. From the 1951 movie, Here Comes the Groom. There were other recordings by Bing Crosby and Jane Wyman, Dean Martin, Harry James with Rosemary Clooney, Frankie Lane, and the unequaled Joe Stafford, all within a year of the film's release. But who cares? My dad had Vic Damone, so the others are all nowheresville, daddy-o. In the shank of the night when the doing's all right, you can tell them I'll be there. She looks into my eyes, 
where there's something still going on even though it's well past midnight that's bob dylan telling us all about she says you can't repeat the past i say you can what do you mean you can't of course you can from love and theft 2001 2001 that hardly counts as the past does it that's practically yesterday a fine and lively record produced by none other than jack frost you can look that up. I've got a friend who's getting married in about four weeks on August 8th. I wonder if he knows that's the Feast of the Holy Crossing, when beetle devotees around the world stride across crosswalks at precisely 11.35 in the a.m. I better tell him. There's a photo op in that. Anyhow, the music of summer is reggae, and we need Toots Hibbert and his Maytals to keep the energy up after Mr. Zimmerman's rockabilly ode to the season. The album is The Harder They Come. The tune is sweet and dandy, and it's all about a wedding. 
I would have saved it for closer to the date for Brandon and Megs, but what if I forgot? And hey, the time is now. Must be somebody getting married somewhere. One pound ten for the wedding cake. Plenty bottle of cola wine. All the people them dress up in a white. Eat out Johnson wedding cake. It is no wonder it's a perfect panda while they were dancing in that bar room last night. Toots and the Maytels, recorded, of course, in Jamaica. 1969 was the LP, Sweet and Dandy. Not too much later, that song was featured in the movie. A very odd little movie. About four movies in one. We might talk about that another time. The movie, The Harder They Come, a standard at the Ridge Theater in its heyday. And that album... 
the soundtrack for The Harder They Come, which really introduced reggae to hippies all over North America. Hippies and everybody else. For my money, that's pretty much the greatest summer record of them all. We will probably play every song from that LP by the time the summer's over. Unless this is the only podcast I managed to make, in which case I'm really glad The Harder They Come got representation on our make-believe late-night pirate radio show. Soul Food, The Ghostlight Season, Summer Edition. And here's the song that could be said to have inspired the whole darn thing. Etta James, I'd Rather Be Blind. Summers ago, I was driving somewhere late in the evening when I heard, for the first time, I think, the greatest radio voice of them all, Ross Porter. It was a CBC summer replacement show. He was playing a mix of jazz and good top 40 music and the most delicious buffet of musical dishes I had never tasted before. I have it in my mind this was before... Ross Porter's long-running late-night jazz show, After Hours. 
I even imagine that this sonic smorgasbord of summer won him the after-hours gig, but I'm just making that up. I sure wish that summer show would have come back every year. So I decided to stop wishing and do something about it. You're listening to Soul Food, the Ghost Light Season, Summer Edition, with your host, Ron Reed, the poor man's Ross Porter. Now, every radio show needs some good theme music, but I haven't decided on mine yet. Lots of ideas, no clear winner. So let's try closing tonight's show with this one. Back when I was writing my Soul Food Movies book, don't go looking for it, it was never published. Heck, it was never finished. I mean, they just keep on making movies. Anyway, I I thought of doing a Soul Food Movies podcast. That would have been swell. And this was going to be the theme music. This is the Penguin Cafe Orchestra with Nothing Really Blue. From the final scene of The Princess and the Warrior, Tom Tickwer's strange follow-up to his perfect little film, Run, Lola, Run. A car stops on a country road. A man gets out of the back seat, opens the driver's door, and takes his place. Come, Sean. They drive away leaving the man standing in the road. There's a photograph pinned to the dash, and we enter the photo. The car is parked by a stone house beside the sea, and we rise up and float away. Good night. Was war denn? 